Hello! Welcome to Almost As Good As A Boy, an Enid Blyton podcast. Are you almost as good as a boy? Well, I am a boy. I'm not a boy, so I guess I'm not as good, according to Enid Blyton. We're going to go through her books, chapter by chapter, discussing them as we go. On our journey, we will come across themes that have some outdated views that we do not condone, and we will aim to discuss these as fully as we can, though we admit that we will not always be able to cover everything. Grab a sticky bun, a bottle of ginger beer, and sit down and relax. Join us for the ride. Hello, 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 people. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Good episode, okay? <laughs> See you next week. How are you all? I hope that you are all back and raring to go with our uh, second chapter for Mallory Towers. Woo! Woohoo! Second chapter. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting times, exciting times. Um, we're... This is a running theme. We're really tired today. Yeah. We drove eight hours back. Eight and a half hours home from Scotland last night. So, yeah, overnight. So, we left at sort of half nine in the evening after our martial arts tournament was over and got home at just after half past five this morning. It was grim. It was painful, yeah. So, we're tired. We haven't properly been to sleep. We had a bit of a nap, but it didn't really pan out yeah it didn't pan out an hour or so in the car yeah the other was driving obviously yeah (laughs) we did have to switch over at one point because otherwise it was gonna happen with me driving um and that just wouldn't have been good so yeah um let's think um i don't know what you're doing but the laptop does not need plugging in Well, then, it, it doesn't need plugging in. Stop it. Uh, it fucks up its battery if you keep plugging it in when it doesn't need to be plugged in. Uh, so, um, apologies for that, people. Um, even the dogs I'm, are angry. Yeah, I'm so sorry to argue in front of you. Uh, <laughs> not in front of the children, dear. Um, yeah, hopefully you guys have all been having a good week. Thankfully, we are on holiday Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, so we can recover a little bit. The, uh, we have a chicken pie in the oven mm. and all I plan to do this evening is sit stuff myself with pie and watch Stranger Things and stuffing and stuffing yeah ooh stuffing yes um but yeah not much else has really happened other than the fact that we were lunatics and got up at three on Thursday morning to drive to Scotland. We've been in Scotland. It was a bit rainy. It was actually quite sunny at the same time. It was nice. And then, yeah, we drove back last night because we were insane. So let's crack on then, people. Yeah. Mallory Towers, chapter two. Mallory Towers. (laughs) Yeah, chapter two. Yeah, and it's called Mallory Towers. Yes, chapter two. Yes. Shut up. Um, Yeah, synopsis time, which we all look forward to. The only bit in the episode that I guess we all look forward to because he shuts up. Um, Wow. I'll I'll just go to sleep then. That is absolutely fine. Please do. Um, 
So, last chapter we met Daryl Rivers and her sensible mother. And on the station platform we were also introduced to the fun or bullying person, uh, Alicia Johns. Which I have been told by your sister, I say, Alicia, weirdly. Um, (laughs) You say a lot of things weirdly, to be fair. I say a lot of things correctly. Uh, (laughs) um, uh, Yes, so we're introduced to the fun-loving slash bullying Alicia Johns, the weepy and spoilt Gwendolyn Lacey, and plain and neglected Sally Hope. In chapter two, the girls are still on the train, journeying to their school in Cornwall. It is a long way, but at last they get to the station and transfer to coaches. It's very like Harry Potter. Long train journey, coaches to get to school. Um, Other girls start waxing lyrical about how wonderful the school is to Daryl. They finally see the school and Daryl admires it greatly. Um... Before long, the hustle and bustle of arriving ensues, but Daryl is well looked after and gets a tour of the school from Alicia. They go to check in with Matron, who is a jolly but switched-on older lady, so no nonsense with her. And then the chapter ends with the girls sitting down to their supper before bed. There we go. I've forgotten her name is Daryl. It's such a weird name. It is. Um, yeah, so that's our brief rundown of chapter two. <laughs> Any thoughts? (laughs) No. That's because you can't remember what I just said, can you? Sink, 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 train, sink, 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 coach, sink, 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 matron, sink, 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 supper. Good enough, yeah. Exactly. It's a pretty, yeah, pretty uh, setting up. So chapter still? Can you hold the phone, please? Sorry. Thank you. Um, So yeah. Like I said, it's a very sort of Hogwartsy kind of train journey. I think. Are there it, magic frogs and such? No, I think Rowling must have been a fan of the old Enid Blyton. Is yeah, it's a really long train journey. So they have lunch or well dinner because it's their midday meal and it's the forties, so it would have been dinner um, uh, at midday. And then they also have tea on the train as well in the dining car because they have a fancy train. So they have lunch and tea on the train. I can't believe they have a whole room just for drinking cups of tea. I'm not sure why your humour revolves around pretending to be thick, but stop. Pretending? It's really annoying. And I feel sorry for all the listeners. We had nine people listen last episode. You are the reason that we'll probably have like zero next time. But I mean, you're also here every week, so... Yeah. You can't blame me. Um... Solely. If I wasn't here, there would be no podcast. Probably not, no. If you weren't here, there might be a better one. It wouldn't be as funny, though. Mm-hmm. Um... But, yeah. They... I feel this, after considering that we've had two very long journeys in the last few days... At first, all the girls were chattery, but as the day wore on, they felt silent. Uh, It was such a long journey. Yeah. It gets to a point when you're sort of six hours in, you've got hours to go still, and it's just like, no. I can't be bothered to do anything but stare disconsolately at the road, waiting for it to be over. 
That was me, but that was because I was always driving at that point. Yeah, through your own choice. Yeah, true. I drove at the beginning both times. So, but yeah, and then they get to their coaches. So, yeah, very Harry Pottery. Long train journey, get off, have a coach to take you to your school. Or maybe it's just a very British thing to have trains and buses. Maybe it is. I wouldn't know, obviously, so... I don't know. You're the one who went to school. Is it a British thing to a school coach? Yes, absolutely. What for? School buses. Well, a school bus is different to a school coach. Well, I suppose they they have the ones they use for going places as well. Hmm, I suppose on like field trips and mm. going away for sporting events and stuff. Party bus. Did your school ever go away to like play sports matches with other schools? I don't know. I wasn't the sport kid. Oh, I suppose, yeah, you didn't do the physical education side of stuff as a child. I really did not. <laughs> hmm. And then the girls are so bitchy, like fucking Alicia and Daryl. So bitchy. Alicia grabs Daryl and she's like, come on, if we're quick, you can get one of the front seats in a coach. Um, and also, I mean, come on, Alicia, everyone knows the back seats are where you want to be on a coach yeah, and a bus. you're sat on top of the engine and it's just kind of juddery and warm and horrible. But you're cool and you get to hang out at the back and nobody gets to sort of tell you off. You get to do, I don't know, whatever hijinks kids get up to. Nah. <laughs> um, but yeah, she grabs Daryl and she's like, oh, come on, Daryl, let's go get some seats together in the coach and then Gwendolyn is like I'll come too but the others were gone long before she had collected her belongings so they just like piss off without her Gwendolyn hasn't even done anything she's like trying to be friendly and is like oh I'll come and they're just like fuck you we're off like no wonder Gwendolyn feels crap oh well poor kid kids they're being so mean to her um pretty much school yeah true yeah um and then yeah they're on the coaches we hear pamela the head girl of the north tower because obviously as we learnt last chapter daryl is in the north tower which has the loveliest views from it Uh, we were told apparently yeah pamela the head girl uh notices that daryl is new and she tells her that uh uh, she is lucky because she's just beginning at Mallory Towers, so she's got terms and terms ahead, whereas Pamela is finishing up and won't be at Mallory Towers after another term or two. She's about to be fucking shot. Like, yeah. You're too old for this school now. Probably. You yeah. take you out back and put two rounds in the back of your head. <laughs> I don't, I don't like know. old farm animals. I was going to say, she's not quite, even for 40s standards, I think 18 is not quite on the shelf yet. I think, you know, she's got a year or two where she could still marry somebody before she's classed as, like, a spinster. True. So, um, but, yeah, Pamela is all like, oh, Mallory Towers is amazing, you lucky, lucky thing with six years of school ahead of you. Disgusting. I wish I could go back and do it all again. I do not. No. <laughs> uh, um... And then Daryl's like, I will enjoy Mallory Towers and get the best out of it. Um, She's a very, she's a child who seems very easy to like inspire. Um, 
I don't know She's if that's not a... yet jaded by school. No, yeah. Um, and then they go around a corner, and Daryl catches her first sight of Mallory Towers. Is it the towers? <laughs> uh, not quite. Is it Mallory? It looks a bit like a castle, apparently. It, I will read you the description. She saw a big, square-looking building of soft grey stone standing high up on a hill. The hill was really a cliff that fell steeply down to the sea. At each end of the gracious building stood rounded towers. Uh, the windows shone. The green creeper that covered part of the wall climbed almost to the roof in places. It looked like an old-time castle. I mean, we were already... It's happened already that she's like, ooh, it's a hill. Actually, it's a cliff. Yeah, it's just oh, now, like... Now it's just a small molehill. <laughs> now, it, now it's a cellar. It is a bit like the famous five book with the, the Kirin castle cellars slash caves slash dungeons slash... Broom like, closet. Yeah. <laughs> Enid Blyton is not very good at making up her mind. She likes to keep her options open depending on where the plot takes her. You know, does she want to make it creepy? Does she want to make it boring? She Only she knows and only she can decide. And I don't know if... Surely she doesn't decide anymore. Her work is out there. It's up to us to decide and interpret. If you're she talking has... about the death of the author by Roland Barthes, I yes. really don't like that sort of analytical practice in literature. I agree with the fact that when used for, what's the name, Rowling, where she's constantly trying to claim things that she hasn't written in. Yes. You can't just be like, oh, well, actually, it's this. Why have you written it? Well, I haven't, but it's... Shut up, then. What? Try to stay Hang on, but you're sort of... I feel like you're kind of claiming... It almost sounds like she's trying to sort of exercise death of the author kind of type licenses on her own work, and you're saying that's not okay. But it's, it's more in the way that she does it. She's just trying to... It's crowbarred in when you're all kind of looking at like, but really, though? Are you talking really? about the ridiculous tweet where she claimed that old-timey wizards would just soil themselves when they needed the toilet and magic it away? I liked <laughs> five seconds ago when I didn't know that existed. Oh, yes. I wish I could go back several years and never have read that as well, because it's just fucking ridiculous. Like, what the hell? <laughs> You, you announced fucking ridiculous and Hermes just turned to stare at you. Yeah, because he also is fucking ridiculous. How dare you insult that boy? <laughs> but, yeah, no. There are... I personally... Harry Potter, to me, is the seven books. And all and of the shit in their pants. No. Magic's that, away to no, the eighth book. That doesn't happen. That, that was apparently what wizards would do before plumbing. But, like, no. Rolling stop. Please, stop. Like, I feel like she's pissed off that fans keep bugging her for more content. And so she's just like, I'll give you content. Here you go. Here's some more information. Chew on that. Although don't literally, because, you know, ew. Um, Anyway. Yeah. Let's go back. Let's go back to Mallory Towers, which has less poo at the moment. So... I don't know if this is how you felt every Monday to Friday morning. Probably. 
My school, thought Daryl, and a little warm feeling came into her heart. Yeah, heartburn. How lucky I am to be having Mallory Towers as my school home for so many years. Shut up, you little rich bitch. (laughs) How lucky I am that Mumsy paid for me to go to this fancy school. Fuck off. Mumsy didn't pay. It would have been Daddy. Oh, fucks. I don't care. Her mother doesn't have any money of her own. She's a 40s woman. She doesn't even have a bank account. She probably can't even leave the house without an escort. That would be inappropriate. She can be in the presence of her husband and her brothers uh, without any other chaperone, but that is it. What about her own kids? No, definitely not. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, old-timey views were fun. I mean, I don't think it was necessarily quite that bad in the 40s by then, but it was still pretty sexist definitely the stuff about the bank accounts was true Mm. yeah it wasn't until i want to say the 60s that a woman could actually get a bank account without her husband's permission in england yeah very scary how quickly we forget just how horrendously sexist our society has been and still is Uh, and has been within many people's lifetimes still exactly people existed in the 60s that exist now like my mother was alive yeah and yeah terrifying like my grandmother for quite a bit of her life wouldn't have been allowed to get a bank account just by herself that's mad yep (laughs) oh wonderful wonderful uh society (laughs) not um, Alicia is like, do you like it? She's getting all impatient because Daryl's just there, like with a little simpering grin, daydreaming. Um, and so Daryl confirms that she does love it. Um, it would be like this is the thing. I wanted to go to boarding school as a child because it's so romanticised. You get to go to school in this beautiful castle on a cliff, and everyone's happy to be there. And <laughs> Sounds lovely, but um, uh, Gwendolyn Bitch. tries again to be friends with them, but gets shot down. She says, uh, "I shall feel like a fairy princess going up those steps," and then you know Enid Blyton hates her because she tosses her loose golden hair back over her shoulders. Ugh! How dare you have loose? Hair, you sloppy git. Like, yeah. tie that hair up at once, child, lest you get cast into hell for, I don't know, vanity. Yeah, don't be so vain. Um, and then Alicia's just really mean to her. Um, she says, you would, scornfully. Like, come on, Gwendolyn is literally just making conversation here. It's a pretty castle. That feels like a perfectly okay thing to say. Oh my god, Jesus. Um, Anyway, they've arrived at the school, and there are like swarms of kids everywhere, so Daryl gets immediately lost. God, it's like being at the martial arts tournament again. I never get get lost. I kind of just get swarmed up and... I lose people. That's the thing. You know everyone. I'm just there like the only person I have to talk to who's properly like at least this weekend the only person i properly had to talk to was like you and you kept just fucking off 
It's because I kept being pulled away. And I was like, I don't know where you've gone at all. And I'm stood here and I don't know what's going on. I don't know where we're meant to be, what we're meant to be doing. And I don't want to be just stood by myself in a corner looking like a sad sack. So, yeah. Um, Daryl starts to feel rather lonely and panics. Uh, Pansy. <laughs> wow. Um, and then... Uh, she's looking for people she's like there has to be somebody I recognise she's wondering does she go straight to North Tower but Daryl you don't know where North Tower is but it's North <laughs> god it's like the fucking sat nav when it's like turn east when you turn directions on like I don't know which way east is sat nav I am not a compass you just kind of look, look where the sun is right it is to our right <sighs> I don't think that's helpful to be like, oh no, it's, it makes perfect sense for the sat-nav to give you directions by the sun and the like compass points. Well, it's right. our fault for having a car that doesn't have a compass. <laughs> well, next one we buy, we'll make sure they install one. <laughs> Not a bad idea, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. um, but Daryl then sees Miss Potts. She's very relieved. Miss Potts is all smiley and sweet and takes her under her wing um, and tells Daryl that she should be going to unpack her night bag and Matron is waiting for all the girls to go see her. Because I, I don't know why. they. This happens in all of the Enid Blyton books. They have to go, like, check in with the Matron first off to, I don't know, tell her that they're healthy or something. I don't know. <laughs> No, so we never had to do that. It was like, in you go, off you go. Yeah. Cough and Survive. sneeze on everyone, however you please. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. It's a hotbed of disease. Yeah, it was pre-COVID for you. Yeah, it's still now. Yeah, but... Everyone's just gone back to, okay, we don't have to bother with any sanitation and hygiene whatsoever again. It's, it's gross. Yeah. I quite enjoyed people wearing masks in the shops because I like buying my fruit and vegetables knowing people haven't breathed and hacked all over them. Same. But there we go. Um, <clears throat> Daryl... Yes, see? Daryl has no idea which way to go for North Tower. Daryl's not like, oh, where's the sun? I'll get my sundial out my rucksack. Well, that wouldn't help. <laughs> You moron, <laughs> Sundar tells time. <laughs> it must surely also have the compass points on it, though. They do have the compass points on it. I assume so, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but then Alicia turns up again, accompanied by a crowd of girls now. She's like the fucking Pied Piper of Mallory Towers. Um... She says to Daryl, these are all girls in our form, but I won't tell you their names just now because you'll only get muddled. Yeah, that's pretty generous of her, right? I think that's just dear Maybe... old blighters deciding, I can't think of this many names. <laughs> I'm not going to bother it. right now. <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe just the it's... literary equivalent of just circling her hands to go, yeah. yes, and just on and on and on. <laughs> yeah, maybe it is sloppy writing. She was just feeling lazy. Like, ugh, kids' names, I don't know. Um, she's again mean to Gwendolyn. She's like, where's darling Gwendolyn? And Miss Potts once again tells her to wind her neck in and stop being a bitch and give Gwendolyn a chance. 
Um, but yeah, she doesn't respond to that. I guess Alicia doesn't give a shit. Um, no fucks given. No. And off they go to uh, North Tower. Tower. And then we get a little tour of Mallory Towers in general. First off, they're in a big hall with doors leading off on either side and a big staircase. Uh, they go past the assembly hall, the gyms, the labs, the art rooms, and the needlework room, because obviously, again, they are dutiful little girls who have to learn needlework and home economics. Which, I mean, not that I'm saying that those things aren't useful. Everyone should learn them. But that's the point. Everyone needs to know how to sew a fucking button or a zip on and cook themselves food. With a needle? With a needle, yeah. I think it's absolutely pathetic when you've got, like, properly grown adults and they're like, I don't know how to cook even one meal for myself. Yeah. Like, please. If you were in the wild, you would die. I... No. Teaching teaching our children, I say this like I've got children, I don't. But society teaching their children and our children collectively how to live the basics of survival is so crucially important and for some reason so many people don't see that as a priority. It's Mad. terrifying. Mm. That's why we end up with programs on the BBC like Eat Well for Less. <laughs> And is it cake on and Netflix? Is it cake? Because people are like, I don't know, cake. Is it cake or is it real things? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what real things are. <laughs> um, just on a side note, dear listeners, we did start watching um, The Floor is Lava on Netflix at the weekend. Surprisingly funny. Surprisingly good. It looked fun. Mm. I'd quite like to go do that. Um, and anyway, yeah, they've gone past the needlework room. And then they're going to cross the court to get to North Tower. Um, and we find out that Mallory Towers is built round like an oblong space called the court, um, which it has a sunken down like bit of circle of grass in the middle of it. Oh, it's a thunderdome. <laughs> it's the gladiatorial ring, I think you'll find. <laughs> Daryl will have to fight to the death at the some Mallory point. The Mallory Dome. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, then round the slipping sides of the circle are some stone seats. So they have literally got just a fucking, like, Athenaeum. Um, Told you. Thunderdome. Yeah. Apparently that's where they act plays in the summer. Um, she then feels the need to elaborate and say the players perform in the ring and the audience sit around on those stone seats. No fucking shit. No. I assumed the audience would huddle in the circle of grass and the actors would do this, like, um, what's that sort of... What's that called where you take a picture and it's like a panorama? panorama. Yeah, they're going to do like a panoramic play around them on steps. To be fair, that would be kind of sick. (laughs) I don't know. I'd get annoyed having to constantly move. But there we go. Um, Anyway, blah blah we get some description of like flowers and shit. Um, Alicia says it's really hot in the summer. Yeah, most things are. Um, and blah blah a few other bits about like what things are like in the different seasons I'm not going to insult your intellect listeners I'm pretty sure you know how the seasons affect foliage um, and then they finally get to North Tower after this mammoth uh, tour um, and it was exactly like the other three 
Well, Except in the north. Yeah, anticlimactic. Just bog standard, nothing special. Four, four stories high, though. It was quite quite a big tower. Well, there's a tower. Yeah. On the ground floor, they have the dining hall, uh, common rooms where they go when they're not in class, and the kitchens. How fucking big is this? On the four s- stories. <laughs> Shut up. I was meaning in terms of footprint. Um, on the second floor are the dormies. Dormitories, you know. Yes, I think we figured out your clever slang, Alicia. <clears throat> and on the third floor are more dormies. Dormies for the normies. And on the top floor are the bedrooms of the staff and the box rooms for their luggage. So they've got, like, literal servants. They are so rich. Um, I assume it's like, the, like they're, like... Oh, like the cook and... Person. No. Oh. oh, maybe. Oh, I don't know what you mean, like the head, like the mistress there, um, like her form teacher and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that one. Oh, uh, maybe actually. Yeah, that would make more sense. To be fair, and the help. The yeah. help don't get to sleep on the tower. They have to sleep silly. on the floor. Uh, they sleep in the box room inside the luggage. In the boxes. <laughs> um, but yeah, to have a dining hall, a private dining hall for just that tower, common rooms. And the kitchens on just one floor. It seems like a bloody big tower. Um, Might just be really cramped. Yeah. Um, they're going to go in and like unpack their stuff. Buck up! Other girls call to Alicia. Supper's in a few minutes. Something good by the smell of it. Buck up. How delightfully quaintly British. Fuck off. <laughs> I don't think that would be used in an Enid Blyton book. I hope not. It's going to be very, very uh, alarming if it is ever. Alicia gets, like, really pissed off with Gwendolyn. Fuck off, Gwendolyn. (laughs) Five, learn to swear. Yeah. (laughs) What was that, Timmy? Oh. Oh, no, Timmy. You can't say that. (laughs) Um, Apparently, they always get a really good supper the day that they arrive. Um, Shit ones after Yeah, so. Yeah, after that they aren't very good apparently Just cocoa and biscuits That doesn't sound like a balanced meal For them to have for like their tea Cocoa and biscuits like I could, I could deal with that For your like Well if they've had, they've had two other meals well, I guess they've Between had, breakfast Yeah I guess they now, have so. like dinner And then they have tea and then they've got supper Apparently yeah That is true so Most I guess supper, um, I guess tea is like sandwiches and stuff and like cake. Obviously dinner at lunchtime is their like main meal, whatever they have for that. Mm. Um, but I wonder what they get the day they arrive then. What's a good supper, Enid Blight? And I want, like, conversely to the Famous Five, we don't get a description of their meal. Boo. I know, I'm really disappointed. Close the book. Things yeah. over. We can't read this. We just can't. We can't read this, like, totally devoid of any world-building book. I just can't do it. (laughs) Uh, Even Hermes has left. Yeah. I'm actually really hungry as well. Same. (laughs) Maybe it's good they're not describing all the food. Maybe. Um, Each of the tower houses has its own, like, matron or, like, nurse. Um... The matron of North Tower was a plump, bustling woman, dressed in starched apron and print frock. Very neat and spotless. Well, Same. What, you're dressed in a starched apron and print frock, are you? No, I'm neat and spotless. Oh, no, you are not. 
I mean, you've had a shower today, so you're fairly neat, I guess, but... Exactly. <laughs> um, but not usually on a weekday when you come home covered in mud and grass and all sorts. Um, but then you are not a nurse, and nurses are, are kind of required to be more hygienic and clean. Well, I would like to think so. Yeah. It's not very good if you've got a nurse who's, like, covered in gore and filth. <laughs> it's not like a medieval butcher. It's kind of like the wet nurse in Bloodborne. I'm sorry, what? It's a video game. It's a boss that tries to kill you and is therefore often covered in blood and Bloodborne stuff. I know Bloodborne is a video game, but why is... There's a boss called the wet nurse who's yes. covered in gore. Yes, because it's... Ooh. It's all the... Like some... Like Lovecraftian, like child horror ah. is being like presided over by the wet nurse and oh okay it's got this horrible scythes and it's one of the potential final bosses it's got some what scythes thank you scythes <laughs> just keep reading <laughs> no I want to talk about you saying scythe <laughs> anyway the girls go up to matron we don't ever get her name she's just matron She's one of those, like, nameless, just staff members to these rich kids. Peons. Yeah. Um, Matron has her hair neatly tucked under a pretty cap and is frowning over some long lists in her hand. It can't be that long. Like, there are four fucking towers and each one has its own matron. There aren't that many girls. Well, maybe it's... meals and such. Yeah. True. Plans and schedules. I suppose, yeah, maybe she's in maybe charge it's just of her more. shopping list. <laughs> but yeah, maybe she's in charge of a bit more than just like making Tendence. sure the girls are alive. <laughs> Matron smiles and Daryl doesn't feel scared of her anymore. Uh, she couldn't be afraid of a person who smiled like that with her eyes and her mouth and even her nose, too. How do you smile with your nose? I know I can wiggle my nose, but. Nose teeth. Oh, I can wiggle my nose, but that doesn't happen when I smile. In fact, I think it'd be very weird. I'm trying to do it now, and I think I just look scary. <laughs> ah, they have to give her their health certificate. God, it's like COVID. I like, exist. Here's I am my, alive. Here's my pass. I've been vaccinated. <laughs> um, she ticks everyone off. Um. Maybe not make it. <laughs> no, everyone's fine currently. Um, Alicia starts telling Daryl about how her mother came to Mallory Towers when she was a girl and Matron had her for years. How old is Matron or how young was Alicia's mother when she had um, when she gave birth to Alicia? <laughs> God. Child bride? Like, is that a bit awkward? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know if she like 16 or something when she had Alicia. Or maybe the matron was like 20 and now True, she's yeah. like 40. I guess. I 50. I think it's more amusing to imagine that she's either ancient, like wizened old woman, or... Like that one in SpongeBob in the wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yes, apparently any... Girl who fell ill, so no, I try and speak. Mm. Any girl who fell ill felt safe. <laughs> try saying that five times fast. Mm. Um, yeah, they felt safe being looked after by matron. 
because uh, she has a wise and kindly face. But uh, if anyone's like fucking about and pretending, then her smile snaps off and her eyes glint dangerously. Yeah, it sounds like beat. probably yeah. Sounds like it. It is the forties. They were allowed to be physically assaulted. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, then a big gong booms I to announce get a supper. Dinner gong. Can you imagine the dogs if we had a dinner gong? Yes, it'd be hilarious. It would not be, because they'd be barking all the time. Yes. And probably terrified. No. So, um, but yeah, the kids are told to unpack their things afterwards. Their train was late. Ah, oh, naughty train. Um, and apparently all first formers are to go to bed immediately after supper. <laughs> immediately. What time are they having supper? Like, they're 12. Are they... Uh, midnight. <laughs> I... <laughs> um, but yeah, then... Um... Sorry about that, guys. That was just the timer going off to tell us that our dinner should be ready, which is convenient because we're just about at the end of the chapter. Um, God, we're professional. But yeah. Uh, Alicia tries to moan and Matron's like, shut up, Alicia. Um, and then, yeah, shortly after, minutes after, they're all sat down enjoying a good supper. Ooh. Yeah, which again, we don't get to find out what it is. And Daryl is looking around at everyone thinking, goodness, I shall never dare to join in the laughter and chatter. But Pansy. according to Blyton, she would. And very soon, too. Which sort of almost sounds like a threat. God, she's that <laughs> one in like the TV show where she's had a few drinks and she starts yelling across the room and was like, Oi, bitch, what the fuck? <laughs> right, that's where Daryl's temper's going to come out. <laughs> Um, she drinks a bit much <laughs> oh, but yeah that's the end of the chapter Daryl having supper thinking about how shy she feels and Blyton being like nah it's not gonna last um yeah next week we have chapter three first night and morning <laughs> and that's we- morning spelt like oh get dear god we're sad no it's not it's spelt it like be. the morning maybe one of the kids dies in the night no stop ruining this book God, no. But it's very, this book is, it's kind of slow to start because we're literally getting kind of like minute by minute accounts of what Daryl's up to currently. Like we've had her whole from getting ready to go to school and on the train and getting to school. And now we're going to have all about her first night and morning. Not even her first day because it's that detailed. It's first morning. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you're excited. I'm quaking in my little boots. <laughs> yeah. So, what are your thoughts on that chapter? How are you going to rate our rate our little chapter I'll there? I'll give that the three alcoholic children out of ten. Oh, not a very good one. Nothing happened again. I was like, oh, look, we're at the school. Yeah. See, I I still enjoy Enid Blyton's books. Like, I enjoy the gentle pace and the fact you get a lot of description, whereas I feel like you're bored. Most of the time. I am a bit bored. Yeah. Doesn't help that I'm also tired. <laughs> and that's... That's a lie. You're always bored in these episodes, apparently. You're well, always... read some more interesting books. All of last... All of the Famous Five book, you were like, ugh, not enough happened. I've not been excited enough. Like, you're so uh, hard remember, to please. Do you remember the first chapter of Horus Rising? Whereas man, like, okay. steps on a trap and gets, like, shot a hundred times in Just a few seconds. Just for clarification, people, this is a Warhammer book, uh, a Games Workshop uh, novel. So 
It's very gory and yeah. But I would be Things very, happen in the first chapter. I'd be very concerned if we we're reading The Famous Five or Mallory Towers and a child gets like riddled with bullets. Well not like that. It's like suddenly it's like wedgied or like What because then that's actually like school but as well. These are meant to be nice and teaching children that they should be nice and Telling them, like, oh, be like this. Be like this, like, goody-goody-two-shoes character. Then why have they got a bully already as one of the main characters being like, ooh, fuck well, Gwendolyn? Well, because it was still the 40s and, you know, people... Fuck were... Gwendolyn. Yeah, Gwendolyn's yeah. shit. No one likes her. No one likes her. Trash. <laughs> um, but anyway, guys, we will stop it there and Woo-hoo. talk to you next week. Goodbye. <coughs> Bye-zy-bye. <laughs> You've been listening to Almost As Good As A Boy, an Enid Blyton podcast with Becca and Troy. If you liked what you heard, please uh, like, rate, subscribe, review, send us a message. Let us know what you liked, what you'd like to hear more of. If you didn't enjoy it, please don't do any of those things (laughs) unless you want to rate, review, subscribe in all positive ways. (laughs) Hope to see you next week, guys. Bye. (laughs) Bye.